Hello, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Yes, we're talking about everything from junk journals, paper crafting, life of a crafter, and answering your crafty questions. And today, we have a very interesting question to start with, one that I actually had to look up, and it has to do with Sunshine, my little Maltese pup. Um, Somebody, oh, Shelly Williams of Williams and Company said, did you know that the Maltese dog breed is on the list of eight dog breeds that cannot swim? Huh, Sonny, nobody told you that, right? Because I'm pretty sure Sonny can swim. And I've had four Maltese before him, and I've taught them all how to swim so they can get out of the pool in case somebody falls in when Mama's not home, in case somebody accidentally left them out by the pool, which we definitely don't try to do. But So I looked it up, of course, because I had to know Okay, so just for those who are in the need to know, the list, according to Google, bulldogs, pugs, bull terriers, basset hounds, boxers, corgis, dachshunds, and shih tzus. No Maltese on that list. Now, a Maltese is a terrier, but he's not a bull terrier. So maybe where that is where the confusion, but I I dug a little deeper because, you know, I'm a woman who has to know. But he did fall into the category of the least physically active dog breeds. Yeah, that's right. Maltese was at the top of the list, followed by Chihuahua, Bichon Frise, Chow Chow, and King Charles Spaniel. So my little couch sleeper here classically sleeps a lot. He has bursts of energy, which is puppy-like energy, and they do that through their whole life. They're very puppy-like through their whole life, and then they sleep some more, although I think most dogs probably do that. But uh, anyway, there you go. There's the, the thick and the thin of it all. Um, oh, okay, I didn't even do contains questions yet. Okay, okay, checking to see what else you guys are thinking about and talking about. Um, well, I'm, I, I, I'm pretty sure he can swim, and I'm, I know my others could swim, so there you go. Um, Ebony119 asks, as far as distress ink daubers, what, are, what were the original ones, felt or sponge? What works best? Hmm, good question. I've had both, and I... I think I like sponge better. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like vanilla or chocolate. Um, both have advantages and disadvantages. I think that um, the felt will hold more ink over time just because of the density of the material. So maybe you won't have to re-dip as often. Um, the sponge can give you a lighter touch, a more airy touch. Felt will give you a more saturated type of touch. This I'm making this up as I go. I don't I don't really know, but I have sponge now, and I'm very happy with it. Um, it does wear out, I think, faster than felt. Uh, but you know, let's face it, my sponge, my brown sponge dauber looks like it's been to you know World War Three and back, and I still like it. Still works, um, and I have new ones. And I'm just have been too lazy to put a new sponge on. Um, but I will do it at some point in my life. I'm sure of it. <laughs> um, let's see. Vicki Billingsley. Can we see your bird, please? Um, they are in my videos. I believe um, Hollywood is in the uh, dried flowers video. And Lovies have showed up somewhere, too. Can't remember. Um, but you can also see them on the community tab on my um, main YouTube channel page, my home channel for the Paper Outpost my home uh, page for the paper outpost. Um, What would happen if, okay, so this is why I don't always show the birds every now and then, because every time I try and take my camera, my phone, out of its little clip arm desk arm, I accidentally turn it off and I lose my video. So um, yeah, I like to stay put. Um, If you've watched any of my videos, you've seen it happen. I'll be talking, here I am going to take out my click, gone. 
Yep, <laughs> it happens. Um, I've not mastered that one yet. Okay, let's see. Okay, facts, mom one. What would happen if you used a zipper foot to stitch the journal together to get closer to the edge of the papers? Hmm. Now, facts, mom one is obviously a seamstress. Pam at the paper outpost is not. So Pam doesn't even know what a zipper foot looks like. Pam probably has one because, you know, they come with like different feet. But Pam was so happy to get the one foot on there and to maintain stability. It doesn't fall off that often. And it seems to get the job done that Pam will probably never venture away from the original foot. I've tried once, um, what do they call it, a walking foot or a floating foot? There's some kind of foot that you can free, freestyle sew with. Didn't work for this girl. Must have been missing some key element of what to do. Uh, it looked really cool when I watched videos on it. It looked like they're having a great time designing flowers and all this and kind of stuff. I, I would like to learn how to do that. Um, let's see. I'll have to, I'll have to reinvestigate feet one day for my sewing machine um okay let's see just me valerie says yes it's all about the fun what is the point if it isn't i heard once that if you don't pay for anything with money the cost of the pieces the cost is pieces of your life huh that's interesting the time you spend quote-unquote earning money is reality trading moments of your life um i wonder if she meant really trading moments of your life. Um, that's a good point, you know. That's a very good point. Um, wouldn't it be fun if we could just have fun making money? That would be fun. Yeah, that would be very much fun. And uh, um, I don't know. Maybe that's possible. Let's see. We'll ponder on that one. Um, Sonny, you're getting another question. Uh, Gila McDonald asks, what breed is Sonny? He's a Maltese. I need to get one. He is freaking adorable. He is officially a baby doll face Korean style Maltese. Um, He was not planned to be a super fancy one, but he was the only one available in the middle of COVID where I didn't have to get on an airplane to go get him. He was local and he was going to be ready. I had to wait three months. He was in the cooker. And oh, those were the longest three months of your life. If you've ever waited for a puppy, you know what that's like. And it was, it just took forever. Um... Okay, Paula Mora asks, when you were talking about the different verbiage that we use in junk journals, you mentioned smash journals. What is a smash journal? Um, hmm. Okay, so uh, technically, I mean, to me, I think it's it's just, it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to probably describe this wrong because I probably don't really know. I've heard the version and um, I think I think it's just like a glue book where you go in and you glue stuff down. Like, okay, I'll look it up because I feel like an idiot right now because I don't know what it is. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to look it up and find out what the official thing is so I don't guide you. Wrong door. Smash journal. A traveling journal for artists and creatives. A sticker album, writing journal, inspirational gift for women. Oh, it doesn't matter. What is a smash journal? Okay. Instead of having a scrapbook album with page protectors, a smash book is a journal in which you can do all sorts of things as you feel like doing them. Capturing ideas, writing, drawing, painting, or pasting memorabilia or other embellishments. Okay. So it sounds like a free-for-all. Um, 
Oh, here's another interesting question that Google is answering. It says, why is it called junk journaling? Let's see what Google says. Google says a junk journal is typically a book made up of different types of paper and material that might otherwise have ended up in the bin, hence being called a junk journal. Boy, my cousins from California came to visit, and of course, they had never heard of a junk journal, and I got the glory of explaining to them what a junk journal is. And once my one cousin heard it was junk, she's like, you use junk to make books? <laughs> you, you, and you say- Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Tell them! And people buy them. She was absolutely flabbergasted. And uh, um, it's still a very new concept out there. Um, Most people don't know what a junk journal is. Um, I find that you're going to find folks who think it's absolutely ludicrous and strange and bizarre. And why would you? And other people who are simply fascinated by the concept and get tickled about, hmm, I could make one of those. Hmm, I got a pile of this. I got a pile of that. I I could toss this together. And they start start to see the fun and the possibility. And then my cousins were saying, oh, geez, I just threw out a whole box of papers of this and that and this and that. That would have made a great journal. So I got I got their wheels turning, I think. I think so. Uh, maybe maybe they'll watch some videos. I don't know. But um, there you go. Um, okay, zipper foot lady, we got you. We got, it's fun, the breed of sunny. Different verbiage, we did that one. Uh, Linda Bell asks, love it. Could you please provide a link as to how you put in the pages to this book cover? And she's referring referring to how to make a beautiful book cover for your journal. Beginner's tutorial. Okay, so I have a section. uh, There's a playlist in my YouTube channel main page. uh, And it's called journals journal I think it's called journal construction covers spines and signatures and in there you're going to find a lot of different ways to make journals and I generally take you through the whole process most commonly I use a three-hole pamphlet stitch which is a very easy way to sew in your signatures Um, and I show that often repeatedly throughout the different sets of videos in there so that's the best place to check Okay, why don't I just officially tell you what it's called because I'll probably give you the wrong name of the playlist. Um, Let's see. Playlists. Okay, I'm going, I'm looking, I'm on a channel. What did I call it? Using a book. Junk Journal Construction. Covers, Spines, and Signatures. There you go. And there's over 150 videos in there. There you go. (laughs) So, uh... Um, that's the place to look to see all the different ways to make, um, to sew in signatures. There's actually different ways to insert signatures. Not all require sewing, and there's examples of those in there as well. Okay, we did that one. We did that one. We did that one. Um, 
Uh, Marilyn McCormick asks, just wondering where hoo-ha land is. Florida or Canada, maybe. Here in Minnesota, it's oh no land because it's so icy. That's funny. Um, yes, I've been called on the mat about the words hoo-ha because I think it's just like um, a funny word, but apparently it means other things in, to some people. <laughs> oh, well. Um, Moira Kala said, did you ever make a mini journal? Would love to see you make one. Yes. And I have videos on how to make mini journals, and I believe they're in my junk journal construction playlist. Mini journals are fun. I made journals that are like an inch big, an inch by an inch. And they're, they're fun to make cute. And you can, you can put them on spine dangles to dangle them. You can also use them for Christmas ornaments. They're really cute like that way. Or, or decorations for packages and things like that. They're just dandy. Um, let's see. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Aaron Tube 360 asks... Question, have you ever watched Tim Holtz videos about distress ink and distress oxiding? You might find some tips on how to use the products to get the full effect of the formulas and then continue to use them however you want, <laughs> LOL. Um, yes, I have, and I forget. I, uh, I have watched them, and then I forget what he did. <laughs> and I know he plays with water, and he sprays it on his black, shiny um, glass thing and, and stuff like that, and uh, um, then I forget. <laughs> but yeah, Tim Holtz has some great videos. If you really want heavy details on how to use distress inks and distress oxide inks, well, I guess he designs them and makes them, so he really shows you some great examples of how to do that. And sometimes it's worth just having a gander over there so you get inspired and play with things in a different way. There's nothing more fun than playing with what you have in new ways. Uh, Wanda Sinclair asks, do you sell distress ink? I really need some. I don't personally sell distressing but i do have links to it in my amazon shop so if you're looking for a place to start you can go there below my videos um there's a description box and it has a link to my amazon store and um you're going to find distressings in there and if you click on those it'll also take you to other links where you can find millions and millions of colors and have fun with it that way all right adele lieblin asks you come across as just a beautiful, generous woman in your videos. You gotta love your sense of humor and finishing this Shakespeare book. Your improvisation inspires me. Thank you for sharing your gifts. I have a question. What is your thinking around the inclusion of paper clips in the finished book? Just curious. I love paper clips. Is that not obvious? <laughs> um, I use tons of paper clips because sometimes, because I use a lot of old ephemera, interesting ephemera, or I make things that I would like to be removable, so I will just paperclip them onto the side of a page. And that way the person, the recipient of the journal can remove it, they can use the page for writing, or they can leave it in place, or they can clip something else there. Um, it also lends the ability for the piece to be moved to another page if the person has a preference. Maybe they don't want it on that page, they want it on a different page. Paper clips are awesome, and Let's face it, who has more fun with altered paper clips than us? Uh, pretty much on Fridays, I love to make altered paper clips because I go through them so quickly, and I just love them. And they're like potato chips, and they use up scraps, and 
It's something that I find easy that I can make in front of the camera while I am answering your questions on Craft Chat Friday on the YouTube channel. Um, and I never have enough. I just blow through them in seconds. Oh, I just had an idea for an uh, altered paper clip. Maybe we'll do it this Friday. That would be fun. Okay. Oh, Miss Kimberly, 1962. She wants to know, okay, where's the new chair? Okay, I'll show you a, a photo of the new chair or a video. I did get a new chair. I'm very happy with my new chair. I would say it's almost like, it's like a pub chair or a barber chair, but it has the ability to go up and down. And it's nothing fancy, but it has like, it has a black cushion, black back, black. It's like a pleather, you know what I mean? A pleather, as a, but it's spongy. So it's butt comfy and back comfy where my other one was hard as a rock. Um, so the little crafty tush here is very happy in the spongy chair. It doesn't have any arms, which I kind of like because that means I can, I can, well, I can slide off <laughs> either way. Uh, it doesn't have rollers, which I kind of like because I can't accidentally roll over Sunny's toes, which I was always worried about with the roller chair. And it has a big base, so mama should not be falling down too easily off of this one because it's got like a giant landing pad under it, keeping me balanced. So, yeah, I think I got where I get it. I got it at Marshall's. That's where I got it. It wasn't too expensive. It was 59 bucks or something. But I sat, I sat on several. I wiggled. I went up and down on quite a few. And I went over. Okay, I, I had Marshall's and Home Goods in the same place. And I said, I'm not leaving here until I have a chair. I need a chair. I need a chair. I need a chair. Because I was using the kitchen chair. And the kitchen chair is tall. And it doesn't go up and down. And it's rock hard. And Why do I buy these rock hard chairs? What, why am I trying to tell myself secretly don't sit down so long probably I'm on my couch right now by the way okay <laughs> Sunny's at me feet keeping my foot warm um cool taxi driver says hey hey I keep grabbing new supplies new to me but I still I'm still trying to find a craft spot how did you start did you always have the craft room no no I did not always have the craft where did I back up back up where did I really start probably in the living room on the couch with the coffee table, just making something basic. Yeah, maybe then I migrated over to the kitchen because there was a little more room. Got snarled and growled at by hubby because he didn't like the fact that I was invading his cooking space. And then I, you know, got a few more things. This happens, right? I don't have a dining room table, but um, I have a dining room, which um, I was just using for a storage and um, I thought, you know, you know, I could make a little spot in there. So I shoved everything that was in there into one corner and I threw a big um, bed sheet over it so you couldn't see all the stuff. And then I sort of set up this little tiny craft table. It was actually um, a, a faux old school desk and it was just kind of comfortable to sit in. I could make stuff on this little table. Next thing you know, the little table wasn't big enough and I got a few little drawers to hold things and well, Long story short, all the stuff that was stored in there, I decided to shove elsewhere in the house, and I just took over the whole room, and uh, I try and keep it contained in there, but that sort of didn't happen either, and I sort of spread to upstairs, and I have two extra, excuse me, oh, yawning, it's very early in the morning here, um, two extra bedrooms up there, and I kind of took them over a little bit, um, where I store Fundle stuff, yeah, a lot of fundle stuff up there. So when I'm buying 
books and music papers and dictionary, all that stuff's got to go somewhere. And I don't want it in the main part of my house, but I, I can hide it in a couple of those bedrooms. And that was interesting to navigate because when I had family come over, I had to like take all that stuff out of there and put it in another room and pretend like it wasn't there. That wasn't easy because it was there and I had to put it all elsewhere and vacuum and dust and put the HEPA filters on and make it all dust free so it wouldn't bother their noses. And um, I think it was okay. Um, but now I gotta put it all back. Um, yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. It does take up a lot of physical room, um, but it doesn't have to. I would say, unless you're a large producer of junk journals or you're selling stuff, it can be contained into a smaller area and use what you have. I would say flow is everything. What comes in must go out or you will turn into a hoarder. <laughs> yes. So if you keep your flow going, life can be grand. So there you go, folks. I hope that that um, tickles your fancy today. It's always wonderful finding out what you guys are thinking about. And um, I love hearing from you. Thank you so much for posting your comments and your questions on my, my YouTube channel. Sunny and I are wishing you happy days. Remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. And we will talk with you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.